Chapter Two: The Sons of Jacob, Part Two, of the Legends of the Jews, Volume Two. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Legends of the Jews, Volume Two, by Rabbi Louis Ginsburg. Judah warns against greed and unchastity. The last words addressed by Judah to his sons were the following. I was the fourth son begotten by my father, and my mother called me Judah, saying, I thank the Lord that he hath given me a fourth son. I was zealous in my youth and obedient to my father in all things. When I grew up to manhood he blessed me, saying, Thou wilt be king, and wilt prosper in all thy ways. The Lord granted me his grace in whatever I undertook, in the field and in the house. I could speed as swiftly as the hind, and overtake it, and prepare a dish of it for my father." A deer I could catch on the run, and all the animals of the valley. A wild mare I could outstrip, hold it, and bridle it. A lion I slew, and snatched a kid from its jaws. A bear I caught by the paw, and flung it adown the cliff, and it lay beneath crushed. I could keep pace with the wild boar, and overtake it, and as I ran I seized it and tore it to pieces. A leopard sprang at my dog in Hebron, and I grasped its tail, and hurled it away from me, and its body burst on the coast at Gaza. A wild steer I found grazing in the field. I took it by its horns, swung it round and round until it was stunned, and then I cast it to the ground and killed it. Judah continued and told his children of his heroism in the wars that the sons of Jacob had waged with the kings of Canaan and with Esau and his family. In all these conflicts he bore a distinguished part, beyond the achievements of the others. His father Jacob was free from all anxiety when Judah was with his brethren in their combats because he had had a vision showing him an angel of strength standing at the side of Judah on all his ways. Judah did not conceal his shortcomings either. He confessed how drunkenness and passion had betrayed him first into marriage with a Canaanitish woman, and then into improper relations with his daughter-in-law Tamar. He said to his children, Do not walk after the desire of your hearts, and vaunt not the valiant deeds of your youth. This too is evil in the eyes of the Lord." For while I boasted that the face of a beautiful woman had never allured me in the wars, and reviled my brother Reuben for his transgression with Bilhah, the spirit of passion and unchastity gained possession of me, and I took Bathshua to wife, and trespassed with Tamar, though she was the affianced of my son. First I said to Bathshua's father, I will take counsel with my father Jacob, to know whether I should marry thy daughter. But he was a king, and he showed me an untold heap of gold accredited to his daughter, and he adorned her with the magnificence of woman, in gold and pearls, and he bade her pour the wine at the meal. The wine turned my eyes awry, and passion darkened my heart. In mad love for her I violated the command of the Lord and the will of my father, and I took her to wife. The Lord gave me a recompense according to the counsel of my heart, for I had no joy in the son she bore me. And now, my children, I pray you, do not intoxicate yourselves with wine, for wine twists the understanding away from the truth, and confuses the sight of the eyes. Wine led me astray, so that I felt no shame before the throngs of people in the city, and I turned aside and went into Tamar in the presence of them, and committed a great sin. And though a man be a king, if he leads an unchaste life, he loses his kingship. I gave Tamar my staff, which is the stay of my tribe, and my girdle-cord, which is power, and my signet diadem, which is the glory of my kingdom. I did penance for all this, and unto old age I drank no wine, and ate no flesh, and knew no sort of pleasure. Wine causes the secret things of God and man to be revealed unto the stranger. 
Thus did I disclose the commands of the Lord and the mysteries of my father Jacob to the Canaanitish woman Bathshua, though God had forbidden me to betray them. I also enjoin you not to love gold, and not to look upon the beauty of women, for through money and through beauty I was led astray to Bathshua the Canaanite. I know that my stock will fall into misery through these two things, for even the wise men among my sons will be changed by them, and the consequence will be that the kingdom of Judah will be diminished. The domain that the Lord gave me as a reward for my obedient conduct toward my father, for never did I speak in contradiction to him, but did all things according to his words. And Isaac, my father's father, blessed me with the blessing that I should be ruler in Israel, and I know that the kingdom will arise from me. In the books of Enoch, the just, I read all the evil that you will do in the later days. Only beware, my children, of unchastity and greed, for love of gold leads to idolatry, causing men to call themselves gods that are none, and dethroning the reason of man. On account of gold I lost my children, and had I not mortified my flesh and humbled my soul, and had not my father Jacob offered up prayers for me, I had died childless. But the God of my fathers, the merciful and gracious one, saw that I had acted unwittingly, for the ruler of deception had blinded me, and was ignorant, being flesh and blood, and corrupt through sins, and in the moment when I considered myself invincible, I recognized my weakness. Then Judah revealed to his sons, in clear brief words, the whole history of Israel until the advent of the Messiah, and his final speech was, My children, observe the whole law of the Lord, and it is hope for all that keep his ways. I die this day at the age of one hundred and nineteen years before your eyes. None shall bury me in a costly garment, nor shall ye cut my body to embalm it, but ye shall carry me to Hebron. Having spoken these words, Judah sank into death. The Legends of the Jews, Volume 2, by Rabbi Louis Ginsburg. Issachar's Singleness of Heart When Issachar felt his end approach, he summoned his sons, and said to them, Hearken, my children, unto your father Issachar, and listen to the words of him that is beloved of the Lord. I was born unto Jacob as his fifth son, as a reward for the Dudaim. Reuben brought the Dudaim from the field. They were fragrant apples, which grew in the land of Haran upon an eminence below a gully. Rachel met Reuben, and she took the Dudaim away from him. The lad wept, and his cries brought his mother Leah to his side, and she addressed Rachel thus, Is it a small matter that thou hast taken away my husband, and wouldst thou take away my son's Dudaim also? And Rachel said, See, Jacob shall be thine to-night for thy son's Dudaim. But Leah insisted, Jacob is mine, and I am the wife of his youth. Whereupon Rachel, be not boastful and overweening. To me he was betrothed first, and for my sake he served our father fourteen years. Thou art not his wife, thou wast taken to him by cunning instead of me, for our father deceived me, and put me out of the way the night of thy nuptials, so that Jacob could not see me. Nevertheless give me the dudaim, and thou mayest have Jacob for a night. Then Leah bore me, and I was called Issachar, on account of the reward Rachel had given to my mother. At that time an angel of the Lord appeared to Jacob, and he spoke, Rachel will bear only two sons, for she rejected the espousal of her husband, and chose continence. But Leah bore six sons, for the Lord knew that she desired to be with her husband, not because she was prompted by the evil inclination, but for the sake of children. Rachel's prayer also was fulfilled, on account of the Dudaim, for although she desired to eat of the apples, she did not touch them, but put them in the house of the Lord, and gave them to the priests of the Most High that was in those days. When I grew up, my children, I walked in the integrity of my heart, 
and I became a husbandman, cultivating the land for my father and my brethren. And I gathered the fruit from the fields in their due time. My father blessed me, because he saw that I walked in singleness of heart. I was not married to a wife until I was thirty years old, for the hard work I did consumed my strength, and I had no desire unto woman. But overwhelmed by fatigue, I would sink into sleep. My father was well pleased at all times with my rectitude. I brought the first fruits of my labor to the priest of the Lord. The next harvest went to my father, and then I thought of myself. The Lord doubled the possessions in my hand, and Jacob knew that God aided me for the sake of my singleness of heart, for in my sincerity I gave of the produce of the land to the poor and the needy. And now hearken unto me, my children, and walk in singleness of heart, for upon it resteth the favour of the Lord at all times. The simple man longeth not for gold, he doth not defraud his neighbour, he hath no desire for meats and dainties of many kinds, he careth not for sumptuous dress, he hopeth not for long life, he waiteth only upon the will of God. The spirits of deception have no power over him, for he looketh not upon the beauty of woman, lest he defile his understanding with corruption. Jealousy cometh not into his thoughts, envy doth not sear his soul, and insatiable greed doth not make him look abroad for rich gain. Now then, my children, observe the law of the Lord, attain to simplicity, and walk in singleness of heart, without meddling with the affairs of others. Love the Lord, and love your neighbours, and have pity upon the poor and the feeble, bow your backs to the ground, occupy yourselves with work upon the land, and bring gifts to the Lord in gratitude. For the Lord hath blessed you with the best of the fruits of the field, as he hath blessed all the saints from Abel down to our day. Know, my children, that in the latter time your sons will abandon the paths of probity, and will be ruled by greed. They will forsake restitute and practice craft, they will depart from the commands of the Lord and follow Belier, they will give up husbandry and pursue their evil plans, they will be scattered among the heathen and serve their enemies. Tell this unto your children, so that if they sin they may repent speedily, and return to the Lord, for he is merciful, and he will take them out to bring them back into their land. I am one hundred and twenty-two years old, and can discern no sin in myself. Save my wife, I have known no woman. I was guilty of no unchastity through the lifting up of eyes. I drank no wine, that I might not be led astray. I did not covet what belonged to my neighbour. Guile had no place in my heart. Lies did not pass my lips. I sighed along with all that were heavy laden, and to the poor I gave my bread. I loved the Lord with all my might, and mankind I also loved. Do ye likewise, my children, and all the spirits of Belier will flee from you. No deed done by the wicked will have power over you, and ye will vanquish all the wild beasts, for ye have with you the Lord of heaven." And Issachar bade his children carry him up to Hebron, and bury him there by his fathers in the cave, and he stretched out his feet, and fell into the sleep of eternity, full of years, healthy of limb, and in the possession of all of his faculties. Legends of the Jews, Volume 2, by Rabbi Louis Ginsburg. Zebulun Exhorts Unto Compassion when Zebulun attained the age of one hundred and fourteen years, which was two years after the death of Joseph, he called his sons together, and admonished them, in these words, to lead a life of piety. I am Zebulun, a precious gift for my parents, for when I was born my father became very rich, by means of the streaked rods, in herds of sheep and herds of cattle. I am conscious of no sin in me, and I remember no wrong done by me, unless it be the unwitting sin committed against Joseph, 
in that I did not, out of consideration for my brethren, disclose to my father what had happened to his favourite son, though in secret I mourned exceedingly. I feared my brethren, because they had agreed that he who betrayed the secret should be slain with the sword. When they planned to kill Joseph, I besought them amid tears not to sin thus. And now, my children, hearken unto me. I exhort you to observe the commands of the Lord, and have mercy upon your neighbours, and act compassionately, not only toward men, but also toward dumb brutes. For on account of my mercifulness the Lord blessed me. All my brethren fell sick at one time or another, but I escaped without any illness. Also the sons of my brethren had to endure disease, and they were nigh unto death for the sake of Joseph, because they had no pity in their hearts. But my sons were preserved in perfect health, as ye well know. And when I was in Canaan, catching fish at the shores of the sea for my father Jacob, many were drowned in the waters of the sea, but I came away unharmed. For ye must know that I was the first to build a boat for rowing upon the sea, and I plied along the coasts in it, and caught fish for my father's household, until we went down into Egypt. Out of pity I would share my hall with the poor stranger, and if he was sick or well on in years, I would prepare a savoury dish for him, and I gave unto each according to his needs, sympathising with him in his distress and having pity upon him. Therefore the Lord brought numerous fish to my nets, for he that gives aught to his neighbour receives it back from the Lord with great increase. For five years I fished in the summer, and in the winter I pastured the flocks with my brethren. Now, my children, have pity and compassion on all men, that the Lord may have pity and compassion on you, for in the measure in which man has mercy with his fellow men, God has mercy with him. When we came down into Egypt, Joseph did not visit upon us the wrong he had suffered. Take him as your model, and remember not a wrong done unto you, else unity is rent asunder, and the bonds of kinship are torn, and the soul is disquieted. Observe the water. If it runs on undivided, it carries down stone, wood, and sand along with it. But if it is divided and flows through many channels, the earth sucks it up, and it loses its force. If you separate, one from the other, you will be like divided waters. Be not cleft into two heads, for all that the Lord hath made has but one head. He has given two shoulders unto his creatures, two hands and two feet, but all these organs obey one head. Zebulun ended his exhortation unto unity with an account of the divisions of Israel, whereof he had read in the writings of the fathers that they would come about in future days, and bring sore suffering upon Israel. However, he spoke encouraging words to his children, saying, Be not grieved over my death, and do not lose heart at my departure from you, for I shall rise again in the midst of you, and I shall live joyously among the people of my tribe, those who observe the law of the Lord. As for the godless, the Lord will bring everlasting fire down upon them, and exterminate them unto all generations. Now I hasten hence unto my eternal rest with my fathers. But ye, fear ye the Lord your God with all your might, all the days of your life. Having made an end of saying these words, he sank into the sleep of death, and his sons put him into a coffin, wherein they carried him up to Hebron later, to bury him there next to his fathers. End of chapter 2, part 2